This is Lip Talk. Lip Talk. This is Lip Episode 19 of Lip Talks Podcast. I am excited to be here. I hope you are too. Tuning in on the wonderful Monday morning to your commute. I am Shatia Norris. Tiffy Tebay. And Akira Monet. And we have a special guest in house today, don't we, Tiff? Yes, we do. Where are we going with it? So today we're going to be talking about Fabby's journey. Fabby's journey. journey. And for your those of that. Those of you that don't know my friend Sharon, that we went to school together, mm. this is all about her and her new book. And let me be quiet and let her introduce herself. Please. All right. <laughs> in studio guest. Yes. So um, my name is Sharon, and this is my son, Fabian Amin. So I may call him Amin a lot on the show. Okay. Okay. And our uh, website, well, our uh, company is Fabie's Journey. Oh, <laughs> I'm all wrong with it. It's Loud okay. and wrong. Okay. <laughs> Loud and wrong. It's yeah, it's Fabie's Journey. And, so if you uh, could pull a mic up, pull up the just right, right, there right, you go. right. So we have the sun in too. Can you introduce yourself, sweetheart? Go ahead, right into the mic. Uh, so my name is uh, Fabian Amin Williams. Mm. And I'm an author. I, I know I'm that's in right. fifth grade. I love oh, it. <laughs> you are an author. He said, let me make sure you understand. And I'm 10 years right. old. And you're 10 years old. And you're very handsome. So if you're tuning in, he's an amazing <laughs> young man, right? And who's an author. And you're going to tell us the story behind Fabi's journey today, right? You want to go? So uh, we wrote a book together called Daddy Has Cancer. Mm. Well, Daddy Has Cancer. And um, it was pretty much based off of my husband passing away from cancer and uh, Fabe Amin's experience of losing his dad towards cancer and how he pretty much felt during that time that his father, you know, was ill and how he felt you know, and those were conversations we had. You know, I jot down those notes and we put together a little book. And um, towards the ending of the book, of course, we had to alter the ending because mm-hmm. we had a very happy ending. You know, he had cancer. He did the chemo and radiation and we lived happily ever after. Did he go after he went into remission? No, he oh. never he never made it. Um, mm. out. He never even had a chance. Um, they gave him six months to live from the time he actually um, was diagnosed with it. But um, by the grace of God, he stayed four years. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Beautiful. He stayed four years with us. Yes. He was and, a fighter. Uh, yeah, he, he was a fight. fighter. Yes. What type of cancer? He had rectal cancer. Mm. Yes. Ooh. So um, we're definitely pushing now for men to go out there, get themselves checked out. We and, do. you That's know, right. we've right. just been working on different campaigns, um, just trying to get that going. Do you see a lot of men actually taking heed to it? Um, 
you know, <laughs> the women are the ones actually out there like, you know what, I need to talk to my husband about mm -hmm. this or right. I need to, you know, get this together. But uh, the men, they're more laid back and I think they're afraid Mm. because they don't want to think about... They don't want the diagnosis. Yeah. They don't want to think, okay, this could possibly be me. Right. They don't even... They look at the book and right away it scares them because I think they put themselves in that situation and they say to themselves, okay, I don't know if I'm ready to read this to my child or I don't know if my child is ready to hear this right. conversation. And for me is, you know, if your child is on YouTube looking at God knows what, right. you know, because there's all types of things on YouTube. Yes, it is. And if they're looking at those things, why not? Why not have this conversation with your child now? Mm -hmm. Why not let them be aware of what's going on in the world in general? Right. You know? So that's, I was going to ask that. So at what uh -huh. age were you when you learned of this news? Uh, four. Four? And how did you present he, he, it? He, he was actually four when his father passed. Oh. So he was much younger uh, when he was diagnosed with it. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's a lot for you to remember. And kids are very resilient. So he pretty much bounced back pretty good. And I think he had a very good support team surrounding him. And I, I gotta make sure my baby's okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, so. for, you, for you though, how was that emotional journey? Oh my goodness, that was a roller coaster. Um, I had to quit my full time job teaching to go to a part time working as an aide because you had to care for him. Because yeah, mm. um, he was very particular about what he ate who he wanted to have around him. And I was, I think we actually went through a battle. <laughs> it was because he wanted to, I wanted him to go the holistic way. He wanted to do only medicine. So mm -hmm. it, you know, he was like, it was a, fix the was, problem quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I felt going the holistic way worked for a long time for him. Because mm -hmm. I think the doctors gave up long before mm -hmm. I did. Right. I mean, they gave him six months. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, it was a battle with us trying to make sure he had the best care and the best, you know, of everything. And um, it was just him having an ileostomy. For those who don't know what an ileostomy is, it's actually where your intestines begin to get so ruptured Ugh. that your fluids... Is, is yeah, and it's like the, the fluid is like running out, mm -hmm. you know, so he had to get an ile ileostomy to help him use the bathroom and you get blockages. And, you know, for a man that was really detrimental for to him right. being able to not be able to do certain things for your family, not working, right. you know, we weren't sexually active as mm -hmm. much you know right. <laughs> it wasn't any of that anymore mm -hmm. and it was just getting what he needs right. and um it put him into like a very emotional state where um he didn't know how to handle that mm -hmm. you know and mm -hmm. he he was one of those 
I'm going to care for my family. I'm mm-hmm. going to do what I need to do for my family. He wasn't one that would just sit down all day. He had to get up and go to work. I think most West Indian men, that's in their mentality to get up and go out every right. single provider. day. Right. Right. Yeah. They're provider. Yes. Right. And when he couldn't do that, I think that really bothered him. Mm. And um, so, like I said, it was a, it was definitely a battle for us. But, mm. you know, we kept on pushing. <laughs> Were there any signs beforehand? Yes, there were signs beforehand. And I kept telling him, you know, just this ain't working. Like, right. <laughs> you need to go see the doctor. Mm-hmm. And then it was blood in his stool and, you know, in his urine. You know, mm-hmm. typical signs that you usually see for um, cancer. Mm-hmm. Cancer in general. Mm-hmm. But it's a you, you don't really realize, well, this is what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, until you go get checked out. And I was really frustrated um, with the hospital because I remember we went on vacation 2014. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, you know, I really don't want to go. And I remember waiting in that uh, emergency room and I kept telling them, look, there's something wrong. They checked him out. I told them, look, he said he had blood in his stool and in his urine. They came back. They said there was completely nothing wrong. And I'm like, are you sure? And we were relieved. We were like, okay, maybe we'll, when we come back from our vacation, we'll go check it out, see what else is wrong. And when we came back, we didn't go right away. No, yeah, we did. We did. And when we went to the doctor in March, because that was the ending of February, March, he had a scheduled appointment. They said something was wrong with the sonogram that he did and that they need him to um, go back and do another one. And they're they're going to do some testing. And I said, okay, not a problem. And um, I remember he was doing all the testing, and they said his blood looked a little low, and they kept doing testing. Oh, boy. Next thing you know, I think it was the day before my daughter's birthday, they called me. He called me from work, and he said, you know, the doctor just called me, and he was so worried, you know. You can hear it in his voice. They like told he him was, what, like, come in? They told him, you need to stop whatever you're doing and go to the emergency right away. Wow. Wow. So I told him, okay, meet me, you know, at, we had a meeting point there where we were supposed to meet. So I'm going to run home, get all your papers, and then I'm going to meet you. And I remember leaving work and I was like, oh my God, you know, <laughs> you know, and everybody was at work. They were right, like, right. Um, are you okay? I was like, no, I have to leave. You know, the doctor, you, you know, the doctors called my husband. I got to go. Like, you know, I just got to go. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, okay, let me think about it. It's like, no, you got to pick up and go. Right, right. <laughs> Ran home, got all the documents, went to the emergency room again. Um, they said he needed blood right away. And um, I think two days later, he was diagnosed with stage four cancer. Oh, stage my gosh. Four. How yes. they didn't see, like... All the tests. What, how could right. we be, like, they and couldn't that, identify and that, earlier? that was the same thing with me. I was furious. Because right. I'm like, we came here the other day and, you know, less than two months ago. Right, it's no So where way. did he go from not having... How did he jump from having, A to B? Yeah. So I was, you know, devastated. Right. I didn't know what to do. And I, and I remember he looked... <laughs> He was in shock. I think we were both in shock. And me, my personality is always like, oh, babe, we got this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we're going to push through this. Let's, let's, let's just go do what we have to do. You know, and that's that's always been my attitude within this entire situation. Right. So to just push through with whatever it is that we had to do. 
So. So at what point did it make you start this book? Abby's um. So <laughs> what's funny is that I started this book maybe two or three weeks before he passed. And okay. I was telling him, you know, you're going to be okay. And mm-hmm. I read the book to him. And like I said, it had a happy ending. And um, within that two-week period, I remember the, the doctors telling him, you know, there is nothing else. I had already written the book. They said, I don't think there's anything else we can do. Maybe you should try the holistic your wife has been trying to get you to do. And I'm looking at them like now, after everything is like completely <laughs> damaged, you already, and that. you already messed everything up. Like, the, you know, because after he, you do all the radiation and right. everything, your body is like completely damaged. Right. And now you're telling him to go do that? Why wasn't it? You know, I had a, it was a, it was a battle with even the doctors talking about how to eat. They would tell him, oh, go ahead, have a hamburger. Go ahead, have have um, insures. No, those are not good for your oh body. Those are not things that you take in when you're sick. Were they trying to make him comfortable because they knew? Whether they knew or not, in the beginning, the first thing to do is to try to get a right. person to eat healthier. Right. And I right. think that's one of the biggest problems. We don't eat healthy, yeah. you know? And that caught that that was the the cause of his Him cancer his and the breakdown in the body. Right. You know, um, the first thing anybody I feel per, that's my personal view. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to stop eating meat, stop mm-hmm. eating meat, go on a a juice a juice fast. Mm-hmm. That's my first thing. When you get sick, cut the meat out of your diet. Well, you know what people say. Then they'll say, "Well, where are you gonna get your protein from? Where you get your protein from, my boys." He's vegetarian. My boys but you know, are a lot vegetarian. of people don't know that. They just think they think. Yeah, my they boys think are vegetarian. My my sixteen year old look like he's twenty. Mm-hmm. Well, he's fifteen. He looks like he's twenty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he's very stocky. Mm-hmm. Everybody, oh, are you a linebacker? No, no. And he's vegan. Vegan. Nice. Well, vegetarian because mm-hmm. they they still dip and dab in cheese here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, only cheese and maybe egg. Okay. Yeah, wow. but yeah, but. The doctors, they told him to eat the most unhealthy foods. Yeah, and they were giving crazy. him the most unhealthy things. And I said to the doctor, you know, I've been doing my research. And this is what it says, that you shouldn't be doing this. And she's like, well, we want him to be comfortable. Know, and yeah, we want crazy. him. They, they and they like and I'm telling her, you know, well, he's still strong. He's moving up. He's walking around. Because for the longest, he was up. Even before they told him he had two weeks left. He was up walking around, taking him to the park and everything. They told him he had two weeks left to live. Well, they didn't say two weeks, but I'm the two weeks before, before he passed. He passed. Uh, and okay. he went to the doctor and they told him he was going to be in a hospice. Wow. They, he was walking around and up. And when he went to the doctor, next thing you know, they told him this. And I think them telling him that he was going to die was what um, motivated him. Fight? Cause, no, that no. when you know sometimes it'll be opposite. When, yeah, it's an opposite effect. Wow. They told him he was gonna pass, and it was like, um, oh, um, I don't think Yeah, it like it I don't takes your wanna, hope. Yeah, his hope was shot. Mm-hmm. That was the end of it. You yeah. didn't want to fight because it's like it's gonna happen. Yeah, because right. he he kind of felt okay, this was the inevitable. Right. Like if you oh, got doctors man. that's supposed to know what they're doing, telling you like, nah, it's a wrap. Right. You're meant to will play, you know, mm-hmm. to make you 
And then at that time, he, I think he had whatever I want to eat at that point too. Well, at that point, I was telling him, you know, um, I'm willing to start giving you certain things just to make him feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. Because at that time, you can see. And then he really couldn't Mm -hmm. because then after he had the ileostomy, eventually he has to get a guy, guy, what was it called? A gastro bypass and they had to stick a tube in his throat Mm -hmm. to help suction out the fluids so he went through a lot before passing Mm. and um it wasn't it wasn't a pretty sight to watch a strong confident you know breadwinner Mm -hmm. you know provider turn into you know this humble feeble man right and that's what this cancer did to him. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I said, you want to go in the hospice? He said, he said, I don't know. I said, or you want to come home? Mm-hmm. He said, yeah. He said, I'll come home. I said, okay. Quit my job. Mm. Quit my job and I got another one. Mm-hmm. Working four hours as a teacher's aide. Mm-hmm. And um, I said to... Him. I'm going to work from 8 to 12. And at that time, we'll have them. They brought in a, um, a nurse's aide mm-hmm. to come in from that time. And then at that time, I felt like, you know what? I need support from his family. And I had gotten his mom and his brother to come up from Jamaica to mm-hmm. come help me out. So she really didn't need to be there. But, you know. She was there. <laughs> you had some support. And yeah, right, so we right, had right. that support. And then his mom came and um after we left the hospital and he came home, I brought his mom and his brother up. Mm-hmm. And two weeks later he passed. Wow. Mm-hmm. How was that on you? Like how did you handle that? Oh no. Mm. I think I was she losing came it. Out with this. <laughs> A lot of people perhaps. I are in I issues, think right? I I think I lost it. Really? Oh. For a long time, it was like I was devastated, and my kids are who kept me together, mm-hmm. you know. And um, if I didn't have my kids, I don't know what I would have done. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's At one point, point, I I didn't want to be here myself, mm. you know. But like I have my babies, mm-hmm. and then for him, he has no one here mm-hmm. but my family. Mm. You know, his dad's family—they're all in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Um. Did you just give mommy hugs? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he he's like the best hugger ever. Oh. <laughs> and he still he even comes to sleep with me sometimes still. Oh. <laughs> so I he he's a, he's amazing. You know, all of my kids, thank God. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. I um the support is great. You know, my eldest son um I think before his dad died, he kind of put that pressure on him. Mm-hmm to be the man man of the, of the house yes yeah. right and i'm like why did he do that <laughs> mommy i'm the main man, the man. <laughs> but you know in in a sense it kind of no because it it affected him in a lot of ways too because he didn't want to move away and go too far to school he didn't even want to leave the house um mm-hmm. and he was like, Mommy, who's gonna take care of him when Ooh, you go to work? Right. Who's gonna right. do this? Who's gonna that's do that? Awesome that he up and he he's great, you know. I, I can't complain. Mm-hmm. My kids have really been my rock. Some days I come home, like I said, the six this fifteen year old, he's cooking dinner. Nice. They do they do whatever they have to do to help me out. I don't mm-hmm. 
no problems, you know. Well, that's good because kids these days, they don't be wanting to do nothing. So <laughs> kudos, kudos to your babies. Yeah, um, they got a bit of old kids. school mixed with new school. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. So how did you launch the book? How did that come about? Well, I've been trying to launch the book since he actually passed. And um, when I first began the illustration, um, my brother's friend, an amazing illustrator, um, I paid him to do the illustrations Mm -hmm. and he disappeared. Uh He took the money and disappeared? Well, yeah, disappeared. So (laughs) after a year of trying to contact him and my brother got in contact with him and he told me he was really sick and I'm like, okay. um, Send that money back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my brother felt sick. (laughs) I'll I'll be quiet. Well, that's how I felt. But at the same time, he was my brother's friend and it was like, you know, we grew up you know how you have friends come. My brother always had his friends coming over to the house. He grew up kind of like a brother to us. Right. So, but it was really annoying to know mm. that you take your hard earned money. Yeah. Right. This was this someone. was something that you were expressing to the public, what your kids went through, what you went through, and you needed illustration on it. And I get it. I'm I'm sympathetic. He was sick, but to hold that holds your project. Mm-hmm your journey back that's that's major yeah i'm I'm shocked that he wouldn't say i'm sick i probably can't take this on but give it back Mm -hmm. to you right Mm -hmm. at some point in time you know Mm -hmm. but that never happened um so my brother felt really bad and he said you know what i'm gonna find another illustrator for you and he told me um he's going to pay me back the money or you know at least help me with the illustrations so he started that project Good. maybe shout out to the brother a year and a half ago <laughs> not a year and a half ago well a year and a half from then <laughs> so many years and um that illustrator ended up leaving the company Love. so the, <laughs> so the book <laughs> Yeah, so the book ended up leaving in half again, and we needed just like three pages left. Oh my goodness! Yes. So um, I'm on Facebook, and then I get this contact from somebody, and they're like, "Oh, I want to draw a picture of you, and we charge fifty dollars." No, she said eighty dollars, but I'll right. give you fifty. That's got at work. And I was like, "Oh, well, it was." I, didn't know the person, but I saw the, the work they did for other friends that I had. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't really need any illustrator <laughs> for anything. And I I wasn't thinking along those right, lines right. or anything I like that. Two and two together. Yeah. And then I um, started doing my whole manifestation thing in September the ending of August, September, where I started writing down my goals and everything that I wanted, what I wanted to do, where I wanted to be in the next few years. And, Speak it. You know, and I did this entire program and I was like, okay, this is what I want to make. How am I going to make it? How, you know, and mm-hmm. I wrote everything down. That's right. Manifest. Weekly, monthly. And I said, you know what? This book. And then I said, how much would I have to sell this book to get me where I need to get to? And um, 
I was like, okay, this price isn't too bad. I think we're worth that. <laughs> I, was like, I think we're actually under, under, you know, <laughs> but I think we're worth that. And um, I came up with my sum and I was like, okay, but I still need my book to complete. Mm-hmm. And I went back to the girl and the girl kept calling me, calling me on Facebook, you know, messaging me, messaging me. And I said, okay. And she did the photo. And I said, ah, this this looks good. This kind of look like me. (laughs) And I said to my brother, I said, you know, I sent him the photo. I said, what do you think about us using this person to complete the book? And he says, yeah, I guess it looks good. Um, Let's see. And if anything, because he does computer graphics and things like that. Mm -hmm. He can alter and fix whatever. Okay, not not a problem. We did that, and uh, one of my good friends, she actually published a book last year, and she had her billboard up and everything, and I said, Jojo. I called her. I said, Jojo, I need you to help me publish my book. She says, you know, well, I'm self-publishing. I said, well, I want you to do everything. <laughs> I said, I said, I want you to get me everywhere and Every do resource. everything. That's fine. I said, okay. It's like, Okay. And then everything fell into place. She I said, when do, you, right. when do you want this book out? I said, September. She says, you know, we're like um, right here. Like, this is the beginning of September. When is September? And my brother's like, is this really realistic what you're saying? And I sat down and I wrote again. Wrote up everything I wanted. That's right. And I said, you know what? November 14th. She I'm putting this out November, November 14th. And I'm going to release it. This is going to be my gift to Fabian. Because that's his birthday. Mm. His, his dad's birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh. Beautiful. And November 14th, I said to him, I said, let's get a cake for daddy. Because we usually buy a cake and so, mm-hmm. you know, celebrate. Celebrate. Mm-hmm. celebrate. And I ordered a cake. I called my cake lady. I said, you know, I need you to make a cake. And I said, put this picture on it. <laughs> you know, the cover of the book. Mm-hmm. She said, Okay. And one of my friends contacted me. She says, are you doing a book signing? I see you advertising for your book. I said, you know what? I'm going to do my book signing. Yeah, I'm going to do my book signing. I said, yeah, I'm going to do a book signing. She says, she says, when? I said, November 14th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my publisher said, um, so then I caught my publisher after. I was like, you know, I just told someone I'm doing a book signing on the 14th. She says, do you think we'll be able to make that deadline? She says, sure, as long as your illustrations and everything is finished, we got you. I caught my brother back. Like, what's up? This, yeah, <laughs> November 14th. I need these dates working That's together. Fine. And so said, so done. Um... Everything fell into line. I know that's right. That's she what's up. Manifested yeah. and she jotted <laughs> what she you. wanted down. I kept writing. <laughs> so when you look back on that board and you see everything is complete, how that make you feel? Oh my goodness. It's a it's definitely amazing. Um since then we've had so many um great things has happened. They actually just told me it was requested. They wanted our billboard back up. Um, so they put it back up Thursday. So where's your billboard at? Um, it's on 42nd Street. Times Square. Listen, I go that way every day. I'm gonna check it out. Yes. I wanna shout it out. I know that's right. I yes. know that's right. <laughs> on the 15th and the 40th. 
45th of each hour. Yes. Nice. Oh, it's up. That's what's up. That's so they, that's like the third time now it was requested for them to put it up. Mm. Back again. So, so they asking you to come through. Yeah, they asked. I know that's right. Us to put it back out. <laughs> so yeah. that's so dope. So, <laughs> so how do you feel about being a author? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. I I don't. I don't really like. I don't want to brag. <laughs> 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 I was really young at the time, mm-hmm. so like I don't really. Oh, so you old now? <laughs> yeah, I was like, he's like, I'm ten. That was back in the day. I'm ten. I'm right. in a double digits. So how do you feel now? I feel like calm about the book because it's sharing. It's it's like uh, telling kids like they're not they're not gonna die to like something sick. Right. It's just like if they say if like they're sick, they're gonna say. They they probably gonna think they're probably gonna die to the sickness, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they sh- but they really should know what it, uh, it is, we, so they know that we they won't die to just a sickness. Okay, and that makes perfectly right sense because kids, when they say when you hear of an illness and you say, oh well, why did somebody die? Mm-hmm. I didn't even think of that. They mm-hmm. usually think, oh, they were just sick, right? You know, and um. Hey, that is really good. <laughs> give him his Yeah, because people usually just tell children you're sick. Right. They don't elaborate on what exactly is the cause of a person being sick or why they're sick. Right. I, they don't tell them, oh, your, your parent died from cancer or they had a stroke mm-hmm. or they had a specific illness. You know, so yeah. Hey, here you go. <laughs> Get it, baby. Drop some that gems on us. More. <laughs> I want to educate I'm now. In my, age, my age group because I wrote that a long time. Right, right. We can fight this. I love yes, it. Baby, you're so cute. Yeah. Adorable. <laughs> so, what advice would you give to someone that might be going through it right now? Maybe a child or a spouse? Uh, for any spouse, you, uh, you need to have a whole lot of patience. Um, just a lot of patience and just empathy for your partner or for your loved ones. And I think that's that's what needed the that's what ne- is needed the mm-hmm. most. Mm-hmm. You know, just to be able to put yourself in their shoes and understand where they're going through. Right. Yeah. Because towards after he passed, I was so hard on myself and I kept beating myself up. Maybe I should have let him eat whatever he wanted to eat or maybe I should have let him do this and I would have let them here. do that. Right. And um for the longest, I think I really beat myself up about it. And then it was like, you know what? You got to let that go. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. And then I realized, you know what? Yeah, I, I, I had to come. I came to that realization that, you know, it wasn't that I was doing it because I didn't want him to. Mm-hmm. I was doing what I thought was best for him. Right. And a lot of times I sit back now and I think about the situation and I say to myself, you know what? He hung on as long as I kept pushing for him to hold on. Mm-hmm. And I remember I used to pray all the time and I would tell God, you know, just keep him here with us. I need him and I'm in need him. Yep, yep, yep. And, you know, 
And when he was on his last, I remember, I thought he had actually passed away. Oh, wow. And he was in the, he was on the bed. And I remember that song. I don't remember the name of the song, but anyway, um, <laughs> I wish I had remembered it, but um, it came up and I remember sitting there crying and I'm holding him and I'm, you know, tapping his face like, you know, is he alive? He wasn't right. responsible. And he wasn't responding. And then I bust out crying like, ah! <laughs> oh <laughs> and he God. wakes up and he's looking at like, me girl, like, girl, what you crying about? Right. Like, I just, I just want to Can I get a nap? <laughs> and I turn around and I'm wiping my eyes. Oh, nothing, nothing. Because I didn't want to tell him I thought you died. You oh, know? Right. <laughs> you know, so it was like a little weird. But I started praying for what's best for him. I right. stopped praying for what I wanted, and I had to start praying for what was what he needed, right. what was best for him, and right. what he wanted. And when I did that prayer, I felt like that gave him the okay. Well, I felt like I gave God the okay to take him. <laughs> I always say that. Like, and selfless love. Yeah. That's what it is. And I think that's what ended up happening. Because the night he passed, there was nothing, mm -hmm. nothing I could have done or nothing anyone, I think. Well, yeah, there's nothing. Let's keep it at that. <laughs> anyone mm -hmm. could have done to change the inevitable, mm -hmm. you know, and that was just his time, you know, and it was devastating. But um, a lot of people told me I was really blessed because I was able to actually speak to him and we mm -hmm. actually had an entire conversation, right. which in the I Am With You is based off of a poem inspired by him that um, through our conversation mm -hmm. when he passed, um, he was in, we rushed him to the hospital and we had an entire conversation. And I remember... Um, he was just laying there and he was just so relaxed and they asked me, they said, do you need anything in the event that he stopped breathing? Do you need any heart monitors? Do you need any tubes? I said, look, I, I am not making that decision. He's perfectly aware <laughs> and capable right? of making those like, decisions for himself. He can make that decision. He can make that decision because mm -hmm. that wasn't something that I wanted to do. Right. And um, he said, uh, no, I don't want anything. And I looked at him like, what you mean you don't want anything? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he says, no, I don't want anything in my, I don't want anything in my throat. I don't want anything in my mouth. I don't want anything. So I turned to him and I said, so you're leaving me? And he said, no, I'm not leaving you. I'm going to always be with you. I said, but what about a man? A man needs you. You know, what about a man? He said, um, he's, I'm going to always be with him. I'm within I know that's right. He said, a man is me. I am him. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, I remember closing my eyes. I said, the Lord is my shepherd. By the time I opened my eyes, that was pretty much his last breath. Mm, he wow. gasped and one tear rolled down. And I think I fell apart. <clears throat> mm. 
And I, I was actually holding him, yeah, something like this, you know, in my arm. And that was our last conversation. Mm. And I, he told me, I remember he telling me he loves me. And, you know, I told him I loved him. And that was it. Wow. And his brother collapsed behind me. And I fell apart. I think I turned into a baby, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and I called my mom and my dad, and they, you know, rushed to the hospital. And my mom did everything after that. Mm -hmm. I think for the first couple of days, I didn't. You were numb. Yeah. Yeah, you had to get your, your mind together, your thoughts. Yeah. And the hardest part was coming home to the kids. Mm. And they're asking me, you know, where is he? Mm -hmm. And me, I'm like, you know, <laughs> you know, he passed away. And yeah, that's heartbreaking. You know, um, the entire thing was very traumatizing. Um, I remember what I appreciate about the morgue that we went to. They told us, you know, you have younger children, bring them in before the actual day of the funeral mm. so that they can see him and know that this is how he's going to look and see their reaction. Mm. Let them know they don't have to sit up in the front. They don't even have to be there if they don't want to. And everything was their choice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I appreciated that funeral home because I didn't know that they actually did that mm -hmm. did or made such recommendations. And, um, it was it was good. So he was much younger at the time. Like he was four. So when he saw his dad, I remember him saying, that's not my dad. Mm. <laughs> wow. And I looked at him and I said, no, it's not. That's just his body. Mm. And yeah. And um, he's always with was, you. Yeah. He is. He is. Wow, that's so deep. You gotta have us crying on here, girl. Right, I'm over here crying. <laughs> like, I'm like, I want to ask. I can't. I'm, I'm stumped. <laughs> it, kudos to you. Like, people get married, and we kind of touched on this a couple of times. You don't understand the magnitude of what you go through as a wife, as a husband, and the one thing that you're raising awareness on is how to how to be there during difficult time when your mm -hmm. your spouse's health deteriorates and mm -hmm. what you've done is you shed light on it by keeping his journey alive mm -hmm. yeah. through this book and for your for your kids well like i said the book is completely based off of a men's perspective mm -hmm. there's nothing for me really in there mm -hmm. And that will be coming soon. Okay. <laughs> you <Okay>. know? <laughs> and it's, it's um, from a child's perspective, right. but um, a lot of people were actually touched by it. I see grown people reading the book and towards the ending, they tend to tear up or, and I, I guess, I don't know, maybe because they know him or mm -hmm. maybe they're, a lot of people have, families in that same situation and they yeah. they say to themselves oh my gosh this is how i felt or you know and i'm going like, through it, this yeah so 
Well, let the audience know where they can find your book at. Absolutely. Uh, so you can find my book on our website, which mm-hmm. is Fabie's Journey, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, right. Book to Read. Yes, everywhere. Um, <laughs> ju- yeah, just about anywhere you look, you probably Google us, you'll find that book. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? Well, y'all go ahead and look for that billboard on 42nd Street, I swear. Big Leagues, NYC. <laughs> I love it. Mom oh, supporting her son <laughs> as a young author and expressing himself through the transition of his dad. He will always be with you. Yes, he will. In spirit, he lives on in, with you and you're actually spreading the word of how important it is to get your regular screenings, mm-hmm. to eat right, eat healthy. And, and a lot of people mm-hmm. in our community, they That's don't. Mm-hmm. And you're you're raising awareness to that. So I hope that you find happiness and comfort in that young man. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming on. We appreciate thank you. you. No, thank you for having us. You all shy. You know you could talk into the mic. You all here talking. Like, this is still lip talk. I'm going to put you on blast, young man. What, wants, what you want to say? So he wants me to show you guys a video, but okay. I don't have my phone. Oh. <laughs> we can show them later. <laughs> really. So yeah. because you are, I guess, can you close lip talk out for us? <laughs> uh, like, uh, He's like, no. Uh, <laughs> no, he said, I write books. I don't do podcasts. So we're going we gonna to give it to mom. Mom's going to take care of it, okay? Close us out. Close Bring us, us out. to an end. So thank you for having us on Lip Talk. We really appreciate you guys for bringing us out here and helping us share our journey with you guys. All right. Peace, love. Peace, <laughs> love, and happiness. And happiness. <laughs> this, this is Lip Talk. <laughs> this is Lip Talk. Lip Talk. This is Lip Talk.